That's right. And you see the big smile. Hi, Buster. I love you, buddy. <laughs> how, loud, it's, how loud is the jumping? It's pretty loud I'm, enough. <laughs> it's not ugly. It's not insignificant. Every time I talk, it's just going to be, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Uh, wow, buddy. You're doing great. On the scale of, like, somebody down the street mowing to... Uh, the chopper literally coming down on the roof. Uh, it's somewhere right in the middle. <laughs> so they're, they're outside your door. It's like it's where the, as they pass your window and you're like, oh man, they're mowing. Right. <laughs> like, because you know they're mowing the whole time, but when they get close, you're like, ah, it's getting annoying now. Welcome to Interface. My name is Ian Fuchs, and with me this week, Mr. Chase Musil. Good day. So, Chase, <laughs> I heard you're uh, you're moving shortly, and you're considering yeah. taking up a a side gig as a graphic designer <laughs> when you uh, when you land somewhere out there in the Seattle area. I wouldn't say that I design graphics as much as I design dreams, Ian. I'm a uh, I'm a visionary, and I like to put myself out there. I'm a, I'm a little vulnerable, so. Don't trepidate. Um, <clears throat> no, I I am not someone who does anything. This is this is as creative as I get, and so you've, I've pretty much hit the wall in the first fifteen seconds. Doing the podcast has been a, is a fun thing, but we, I think we can both safely safely say that we are not reliant upon the income that this show brings us <laughs> <laughs> for any financial means. Yeah, this is this is very much a, a hobby activity, <laughs> a very dedicated hobby activity that comes out every Monday. But still a hobby. <laughs> this is true. It does. Um, some of us, some of us, uh, Mr. Lilja, you know, could not, cannot always make it work. But he does have the demanding schedule of a uh, a married individual with no children and two guinea, two guinea pigs. pigs. <laughs> it's totally fair. Um, so, so I, I, as as we joke about the uh, the side gigs that we don't actually have. Uh, it, it seems to apparently be we should. That, apparently we should. Yeah, apparently our generation and the generation that that we fall in, I guess the top end of, if you look at the the millennial are we? generation, yep, we yep. are the old side of it. I think it starts in like eighty five, mid eighties. Yep. Um, and both of us being born 88. in eighty eight, and Andrew being born in eighty nine, ninety. Um, I think he's ninety one. Jesus, he's young. Maybe ninety two. He's a child. I don't know. His bad influence on us. Um, but that that whole millennial generation. <laughs> those young millennials. Um, that that are all the those darn kids these days. Uh, it seems a very popular thing to either have a regular job, but then have the job you actually want, which is mm-hmm. a graphic designer, a web designer, a freelance photographer, whatever mm-hmm. the deal is, or, or something like uh, an aspiring YouTube star or podcaster or Uber driver (laughs) all equal, all equally relevant socially. And, uh, so I just thought it would be interesting to kind of like, can like figure out what it is about our generation that, and then maybe technology, the internet that has enabled this whole idea of like wanting a, what I would consider a non-traditional job in the mid 2010s. And leading yeah. up to the 2020s, where 
the jobs as an accountant or a banker or a fireman or a construction <laughs> worker are are much less in desire from our generation and much uh, the, our generation now wants these obscure jobs that allow them the freedom to sit in a coffee shop and drink $11 mochas while they do whatever their job is. I mean, let's not, let's not get into why they need the extra money. <laughs> if you want to sit about talking about going out to eat four nights a week and having seven, $8 coffees every day or whatever. Um, yeah. I feel, so I think the big thing is probably just opportunity and availability, right? Like we're the first generation that's seen people we've seen people on a wider scale than just break out like pop stars or I don't know, like, right. cause there's always been movie stars, pop stars, you know, pop culture icons in different, in different avenues. Um, so it's, but I think we're the first generation that's had people pop out in like make their own. I don't so know. It's, it's, Would you say it's, that like self-made and, and I know that's, that's a whole like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't even know if it's a thing, but yeah, I, I think it, I think it's probably like closer to the, just the fact that we've seen people get rich off like reality TV and YouTube and no other generation has seen that yet. Sure. And so now that as we're seeing it happen, and we're having, and we have all the same tools available to us, like by and large. I mean, there's obviously professional versions of many of these production tools, but like, sure. you know, we use Audacity to make our podcast, or there's people who just go grab, you know, they have iMovie with their Mac, right. and they make pretty high quality stuff, right? Like if, if you have a computer, or you have an iPhone, or an iPad, or whatever, like you, ha- you can for for no money or very little money have the tools to to get started. I mean, I I bought a, a two hundred dollar GoPro that shoots two uh, K video. Yeah, and I can post basically straight to YouTube from it, and yep, it, exactly. it gets good audio. So I can literally just take this and be like, click button, and now I'm I'm making a video, and then I click another button and copy to the computer, and there it goes off to the the internet. And you, you know, you know, what's funny, what I like about you saying that is, I think I think the same thing, and that's like, as us being older millennials or whatever that means, right? Like, it's the thirty-ish year old people. Like we think of that as like getting a camera and going to make it. I think like anybody else is just like I have my phone and I just use YouTube or Facebook Live or uh, there's YouTube Live or right or whatever like any right. of those things. Or like Sarah follows people on Snapchat that exclusively use Snapchat. Like they tweet or whatever, but their primary thing is just their their avenue to uh, getting themselves out there is just using Snapchat. There's no there's no production sure. right or Instagram and, or something. And, and those kind of things, you know, that again that all plays into this whole idea of like how can you make money doing the thing that's not a job but you feel like it's a job. And mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of the Snapchats and stuff like that, it's like here's a picture of me going out for a Friday night. Hashtag mm-hmm. clothing brand, shoe brand, necklace brand. Right. Link in bio to go buy this stuff, and there the link is, you know, through some online thing that gives them a ten percent kickback. They get a five percent kickback yeah. on, on whatever it is. Right. So if you click the link and buy the stuff, they get a kickback on it, and so they're using right. that as their way to make income. Right. But then on the other side of that, the people that are buying that stuff, following them, have to have a job to make money, and so they're maybe not posting on Snapchat or Instagram. <laughs> so now they got to go out and find their thing, and so then they're making a podcast to, right. to fund that, right. which. Is super lucrative. In case you're wondering, um, <laughs> if we're just in the wrong market. The, no, I think our problem is that we just need to start like a Bachelor rewatch podcast. I mean, oh, we go. Yeah, back everyone does the live Bachelor, one. but we need. It's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a need in the market for that type of thing, rewatching yeah. reality TV and then having podcasts to go with it. Yeah. So look for uh, in in the near future the Saved by the Bell podcast where we go back starting at season one. <laughs> we follow Zach <laughs> no. Morris and his chaser Kelly Kapowski. 
<laughs> I think that'd be the better version. I think more more like what we'd want to do is uh, go back and relive uh, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels season one <laughs> or something pretty terrible. Anyway, <laughs> you like that obscure 2006 reference? 2007? That's good. Um, anyway. Yeah, I, so I, there's a and there's a number of ways that you did it. So you mentioned a couple, right? There's people who want to do podcasts and they want to do YouTube and they want to do um, another big one is Twitch streamers now. There's professional video game players, right? And so we've got you know PewDiePie and YouTube, but like those guys make lots of money or they they have the potential to make a decent amount of money. And then you're getting into where what you just said with hey, check out my the like the product that I'm wearing or the things that I'm using, right? And here's the link. So, to so you basically have your your content creators and you have. Mm-hmm. Um, the am- brand ambassadors using affiliate linking. It, it's, it's, it's a terrible name for it, but it's what it's I'm called. Sorry. I know. Um, to the extent just... that I, CJ has actually uh, submitted a thing to be a brand ambassador for Casemate, the iPhone case maker, because she know. buys so much of their stuff. She's like, I'm literally like walking marketing for them. Um, mm-hmm. And right away realized she doesn't even remotely come close to qualifying. You have to have thousands of instagram followers and you have to post like oh, one, day, yeah. one day a week you have to post something casemate related yeah. and it's like that sounds terrible why, why would i want to clutter yeah. my feed with that and so it's like how how, yeah. how much of yourself are you willing to sell and how, how much sell? are you willing yeah. to sell out mm-hmm. to make money but to be a brand ambassador that's what it takes <laughs> yeah that's i think that's so goofy i i mean so sorry this is like a a slight tangent but i feel like you have people like okay so disclosure i love fast and the furious you love fast and the furious love vin diesel but i feel like vin diesel gets more roles today than he would have before not because his acting got has gotten better not because like he's honing his craft or something which he you know like he's getting better whatever he's a better actor but i like him not top 100 right, but he's still Vin Diesel. Yeah, he's still... I mean, what do you want, right? Like, he's a nice guy. He's I'm not going to say anything star. bad about him. Yeah, that's, it, yeah, he's, he's built to be right. an action star. But, but that dude has some of the highest follower counts, like follower counts on, across different forms of social media. That way, when you get him in your movie, that's definitely calculated in. So when he goes to voice Groot on Guardians of the Galaxy, that's a calculated choice. Right. Because he, like Vin Diesel promoting Guardians of the Galaxy, is now crossing it to millions of people who may not have been seeing Guardians of the Galaxy from traditional so then, comic book so references then this or superheroes. This is shows. yet another one of those little like windows of like a job you can have now is like that whole idea of like a social influencer. Yeah, and, exactly. And where it's, it's amazing, where you're not selling anything really. I mean, you might occasionally have a sponsored post or whatever. Uh, whatever sure. you're getting, sure. You're getting um, what do they call that? Athletes get no, them, sponsored content. What do athletes get them? Oh. Um, endorsements. endorsements. Yeah, like an endorsement deal. Yep. Yeah. Um, where you're basically saying like, this product is great, whatever, I love it. And somehow that helps sell the product. Mm-hmm. Um, but your your main focus is the fact that you have millions of people who listen to every single little thing that you say. Yeah. And, and that that is worth it for somebody to pay you to say whatever it is. Yep. And so, I mean, look at look at all the NFL players that that now are like. I mean, Russell Wilson's a great example. He loves the surface. Who is he kidding? No one does. <laughs> I mean, he. I mean, he can root for his hometown. <laughs> or, I mean, his hometown, but his team's hometown. Uh, but he. <laughs> I remember him being on like Jimmy Fallon one night, and he was like, "Oh, you know, we got these these Microsoft Surface tablets, and they're super great." And Jimmy Fallon sitting there with like his MacBook on his desk. And like a total yeah. like iOS user on everything, and yeah. Russell Wilson's talking about how much he loves the service because he's getting paid every time he talks about it. 
He's yeah. getting a kickback. I don't know how those work. I actually don't know how those work. Like, does he get paid a crazy amount to like like discreetly every time he brings it up, or is it like, hey, you represent us, you are you know represent us in a positive light overall, and then it's sort of like, hey, you didn't do too hot last week when you were on Jimmy Fallon, so kick it up next. Yeah, time. I don't know how that works. Like, I, yeah, I'm sure that, I'm sure that there there is some type of deal in place, whether it's you know the number of times you mention it. There there was a whole speculation after the Super Bowl last year that Peyton Manning. Because the way the awkward way he said Budweiser in his like post game speech, and I'll <laughs> I'll find the link for it and put it in the show notes. It's a little YouTube clip. Um, but the way that he said, "I'm going to go home and drink a Budweiser," it was like, is he getting paid by Budweiser to say that? Because he said Budweiser specifically, Budweiser three times, not right. Bud Light right. or times. a beer. But I think he said Budweiser three times, and it was like, okay, if if he's doing this. He's getting a kickback somewhere along the way for saying that. Yeah. And they said, each time you say it, it's a million bucks in your pocket or $100,000 in your pocket. And he, go, he goes, all right, challenge accepted. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the super troopers I mean, thing. Like, you yeah, got to so say out now three yeah. times or five times. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, so that's one way. So the celebrity endorsements are definitely one thing. But getting back to like how do like us, we struggling few or many, I suppose, are, you know, we struggling many collective as we grow up but we need money for our for our extracurricular activities apparently um this brings it to like how do i get back and make the money and so listening to so listening to reply all and on their yes yes no segment they go through and they're talking about marina joyce have you you know who this is um she's like a youtube star does makeup okay so she's one of these like youtube makeup stars okay Okay, so and i don't know like i don't know where she slots in like on the popularity factor because i don't know the rest of them i just like i learned that she's one of the people that does does these videos right or whatever and um he said it twice not three times okay twice all right so so only two hundred thousand or whatever um (laughs) um so like this girl Oh geez, um, this girl's got like hundreds of thousands of followers or whatever, so it's it's becoming like a respectable amount. And um, so what happens is you need to get to her level or like these hundreds of thousands. Apparently, you hit a mark, and then you're eligible to sort of be um, paid to do a promoted post or whatever. And so then you're like, here's this promoted post that like you mentioned earlier. And when you have enough visibility, then people will consider start paying you for those types of things. And that's not them like going on public and saying. Like, I love this stuff all the time. It's like, hey, this is specifically a promoted post, but, you know, you love me, so you should listen to me say it. Because it's just going to go straight in my video feed, so you're going to see what everything right. is. So, yeah, it's it's just super weird to me that this this is kind of the the way that things have gone. And, like, it doesn't surprise me, I guess, because of the, the rise in popularity of social media and that that now is the, the de facto outlet for, like, killing time, that that's now a place where people are finding ways to monetize it. And that sounds too gross also. Um, yeah, but they're, they're using a social platform of some sort to, to make some money and doing it in a way that doesn't involve, you know, X company buying an ad on X platform and an ad showing up, but instead it, it's, it's a more natural way for it to find its way into your timeline because it's normal content. Yeah, right. Might have to take a, a quick break and then we'll come back and I have some I have some thoughts about some different millennial uh, current tactics. And we don't rake because fuck that, that's work. <laughs> well, I mean, we're I'm, I'm busy making ass millennials. I'm, I'm too busy making sponsored content. Mad cash, cash on my side gigs. <laughs> Hashtag leaves for cash, am I right? 
Hashtag. I, uh, I don't know what that means. What was it? Um, 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 I don't think people understand hashtags. I, Sorry. No, <laughs> not at all. There's a, a a site and an app you can get, and you can plows and mows, and you can volunteer yourself to plow somebody's yard or mow somebody's yard or plow somebody's driveway or mow somebody's yard. And and so it's like Task Rabbit, but for mowing and snow plowing. Yeah, for those two specific. And, and I was cool. like, "That's super cool." Except that I don't. I, why would anybody want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's nice people in the world. Yeah, but you do it for money. It's, you're still making money on it. It's oh, that's it, that's a paid it's a service. Paid, it's, oh. So it's just Task Rabbit, oh. where somebody's you're saying, so, I'll, "I'll I'll mow this person's yard for twenty dollars or thirty dollars, whatever." Wait, didn't you and I try to have a lawn mowing business we one did, time when we were like twelve? <laughs> the difference is, the difference is, we didn't have a real job. We were kids. That that was the equivalent of a lemonade stand for us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. You just talking about it. Like, aren't people who just have this already just going to use the service? But I mean, that's fine. Use. The I think the whole thing though is like you don't have to find a lawn mowing person or have a neighbor kid do it. You like hire. a through this app and you're just like someone come mow and then the app takes care of it's like uber the app just sends sure, out yeah. and says the first person to respond is the one who gets it and that person mm-hmm. responds and says i'll mow oh yeah that makes sense also i assume we're back sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean so that that's all like the whatever what is it peer sharing sharing What's the name for all these? For the umbrella name for all these services? Uh, Peer sharing services. I don't know. I don't know. Crowd crowdsource business. I don't know. Uber for whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uber for X. I mean, that's what people say, right? It's the Uber for lawn mowing. It's the Uber for snow plowing. It's yeah, the, uh, that's true. It's the Uber for YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my. Wow. Where's that service? So I want to be really good at YouTube. Who can I hire to come on off no, the street? Just, and they just show up and they YouTube you. Right. They YouTube you. <laughs> yeah. They, they just turn you into like YouTube. Office. You just become a YouTube. Michael. Michael's Michael's talking about like whatever event they're going to do. And he goes. Somebody tell YouTube to get down here and record this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. So. Um. So yeah, like I said, the the whole idea of like what like service for like regular anybody can do it service for whatever thing it is uber for whatever um is definitely a popular mm-hmm. way of, of a lot of th- these things working and that's i think that's part of what is another thing that's enabled um millennials to to have these types of jobs is that there are all of these app and website driven services out there that can be accessed by anybody and they can apply or submit their name and say i'll do this and they'll even even something as simple as oh you're way too busy to go to chipotle for lunch for the 12 minutes that it takes to go there (laughs) order your food and come back home but don't worry postmates has got your back somebody will go to chipotle for you order and then deliver it to your office for just a simple five dollar delivery fee that's really good and and so you have all these these services where all all kids are doing when i say kids loosely but 20 to 30 year olds are are basically saying i don't want to have a real job i want to have a social life and play video games and do my podcast and whatever but i need to make money so what can i do to to make the money on the side and it's i'll do this made up job it's really not a job it's really just we're too lazy to do if somebody's too lazy to do a thing so i'm going to do it for them 
Yeah. So the thing that, as my son jumps in the background, yes, um, he's super excited about the prospect of being somebody's burrito guy. Um, <laughs> um, the, the thing that struck me when you're talking about that is that we're talking about two separate things. This is all, you know, younger people, but people looking for work that gives them flexible hours. That, that's them some income, but it's still a sort of like you be your own boss, right? Like all the perks of like driving your own truck, delivering your own other people's stuff, right? And the, they split into these two camps, and the, the the two camps that I feel that they split into are, hey, I want to go out and do this service for you. I'm going to sell you my time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one. And then the second one is, hey, I'm going to go and promote and sell this product, but I'm going to do it within my online social sphere, so I'm going to sell myself. Like, I'm going to sell my social capital. Right. So you can either sell your time by going out and being the delivery person or Uber driver, right? Or you can go out and sell your social capital by saying, oh, yes, I'd love to be a whatever makeup salesperson and I'm going to work under you and I'll get three people to work under me and do all the multi-level marketing stuff because I feel like that's a, that's really popular today as well. There's a lot of these like pyramid and things. All of them. All the pyramid stuff. Like all the pyramids. Just inverted pyramids, pyramids, all of them. Yeah. It just makes one big gross sandwich. And those, like all that stuff, you're not selling your time because more, more so than you're sort of uh, exploiting your timeline on fa- on Facebook, right? It's a good way to put it. You know, I hadn't considered yeah, that, that it's, it is very much it's it's exploiting your your timeline, your your social connections, the people who yeah. follow you because they're friends with you, because they're family with you, because they're friends of a friend, whatever it is, and that you're basically saying, I have a thing that if you buy into it, makes me money. So buy these jamberry nails or these thirty one yes, exactly. purses or whatever it is, yes. and let me let me mm-hmm. let me sell you on the thing that I'm selling. And by me selling it, the person who sold me on it makes money. And by me selling it to you, then I make money. And then if you want to sell, then every time you sell, then I make money. And yeah, so it's just, it's, it's exploitation all the way down. Right, right. But the, but I feel like the thing that you're really exploiting is if not your immediate friends who, if they stay your friends, bless them, bless their hearts. If if for everybody else, and this joke works effective, especially effectively well for us because we're in the first year to, you know, whatever of people who had Facebook in high school and then transitioned to life. So I feel like a lot of like current day, our classmates who may try to sell you on a particular service, the only reason you even talk to these people from high school is because they want your money, right? Like they want right. you to buy their product. Like they have no real interest in you and your only friends on Facebook by way of that you went to the same high school when it was okay to friend everybody. Right. And right. And you haven't cleaned up your service. Right, you yet. haven't cleaned up or, or, or you know, we have <laughs> you attend your class reunions that just, that just came in and went. And so all of a sudden you've become friends again. So you look at that, like when it opened up to us was mm-hmm. fall of 2006, roughly. So now you're talking, it's fall of 2016. It's, it's 10 years later. So we're just hitting that 10 year reunion mark. So there are a lot of people that I wasn't friends with before, uh, the planning of our reunion. Now our reunion has come around and I've all of a sudden gained new friends. And I'm, I'm amazed at the number of them that, that want to tell me how great their exercise program is. <laughs> I'm like, That's fantastic. Uh, I don't think you understand how good these shakes are, Ian. You know what? Soylent isn't that bad. You should just try it one time. <laughs> try your own conclusions, damn it. So, all right sorry no you're right you're right so i, I think i think that that's that is another a really good point is the, the people that want to sell the thing um and and that's i guess that's so there's there's maybe four facets of this whole like millennial job market 
is it's I mean, there may be more I guess, as we discover new ones and think of new ones um but that that would be another one is like you're not a brand ambassador you're just a salesperson in a whole stack of salespeople all selling yeah. for the person above them yeah yeah i yeah i think it's i think you either sell your time or yourself and then you split it from there yeah. right so i mean and it can be a little bit of both right like if you have more if you have more followers and or are popular on particular mediums of social media right then it is to your advantage to do that type of, of thing to sell yourself um yeah but it doesn't mean and it might and it obviously will take a lot more time buddy. yeah um yeah so uh i will say like just to think about a slightly different person who does this type of stuff. My brother is an aspiring musician. Well, I shouldn't say it. aspiring professional musician, but he is, he's been a musician for years sure. now. Um, he stayed at home and wrote a lot of music and he put a lot of stuff online. And I, one of his big goals was to stay home and save money, um, build his library of music, like build his originals. So that way when he went out, he could try to make albums and sort of put them all together right. and have a lot of content ready when he was ready to, you know, you know, be try to get a deal somewhere one of the and, thing- and already, already have yeah. a collection of songs to say, here's, here's me now so yeah exactly make my record right and he and he's gone through a lot of interesting things like he tried out for the voice and he made it through a bunch of the like testing rounds and they like want to do a whole bunch of interesting like stereotyping of him like he was only going to talk about how he loved weed reggae music and family guy and because he's got dreads right so <laughs> and, and he was like that doesn't feel like Classic it and then <laughs> um and then he actually had a friend who was a lawyer go through the contract and it was any music you've made or will make in x amount of your ears is going to belong to nbc universal and he's like i'm not giving you all my music yeah. so it was no it's, it's the same idea um, uh, shark tank is the same kind of thing where like you yeah. sign the deal with shark tank to go on the show and they're like yeah we own all like five percent of your company just for signing on to this uh best of luck yeah exactly yep good luck um but you know so he's trying to go out there and like do the real thing now he moved to los angeles a few months ago and he's been like working as a waiter and he's like he's doing it right he's like holding the job pays the bills while he's still in pursuing music and that's awesome um and just like i, I feel like everybody's like one lucky break away from you know being like, successful in one form or another so so that could you know hopefully it's just one youtube well. video away from stardom yeah, that's right. But so he, but he did YouTube, and he, and he, the thing he actually was most successful on was Vine, and he did these like six second covers or mm-hmm. whatever, right? And I think he was up to, I don't know, like twenty thousand followers or something. Sure. I mean, it was like for like to me, I was like, oh, that's a lot of people. Right. Like it's to the music world, they're like, that's a okay. lot of people. So for for an average person to have twenty thousand people looking at any one any one thing that you do at any given time, like I I think that like yeah. I, I post a tweet and I'm like, God, 500 people potentially could see this out of my 500 followers. And then like it gets retweeted and like you look at their analytics and they're like, oh, the reach on this was, was 3,000 people. I'm like, 3,000 people could have seen the thing I said? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that's really, I mean, that's cool, right? Yeah. Um, I wish I had so said smarter stuff. Of, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm filled with regret. Why did I say that? I, mean, I couldn't have said anything funnier. God damn it. Um, yeah, so it's just been interesting to watch his like his you know travels and his pursuit of music to try to find a way to monetize you know monetize that profession. Sure. So I feel like it's just another person sort of in line with look at all the tools we have available. This is the thing I want to do, and I don't care how it happens. I'm going to find a way to do right. it. And so and there's there's a bunch of people we've seen success with, right? There's like I don't know. I follow probably like four or five different like YouTube music oh, stars, and, I, I, and lots of them tour professionally. I look now. at I look at musicians that are like that. I look at. Uh, podcasters like that, YouTubers that are like that. You know, I, I look back yep. in 2007 or 2008. I don't even remember what year it was. Maybe it was a little later than that. Like Philip DeFranco as a YouTuber used to post these ridiculous videos where it was just like him reacting to news that he had seen. And he was like, oh, this is you know how I what I think or feel about this one piece of news that's going on in the world. And, and how that's like become his job to the point where he does a video every day and he owns a company that runs multiple other like 
YouTube channels and all of this stuff is, is things that he now creates or his company now creates and it, it's paying all of his bills. It's affording him and his wife and their son to have like a nice house and nice car yeah. and travel and all kinds of stuff like that. And, and to think that all of this came from him being a nerdy guy who posted videos on, on YouTube, like you see these things happen and it's like, wow, that's just incredible. And that's, those are the kind of like stories and like characters where you're like, I can do that. I can make a video. I can sit down and give my opinion to a camera. Like I can be famous too. How can I not? Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And then the people that are sort of like making their own, they're making their own path, right? Like he defined a genre and right. like, and there's a bunch of these people, right? Like I'm just going to do this goofy thing every day and you get enough followers and it becomes your job. Or, or, so, you know, another good, you talked about your brother and vine, like look at bat dad. Like how many millions yeah, of people yep. know who Bat Dad is, yep. and to the point now where I'm, I'm pretty sure that he has done some sponsored stuff, where it's like he has millions of people looking at his, or had millions of people looking at his six second <laughs> on Vine, uh, R.I.P. Vine. Yep. Um, yep. But uh, Walking Dead Vine. The, all the people looking at the stuff, and and now he's able to say whatever about a brand or a company or a product and make money off of it. But at the same time, I think for him, it was just, uh, this is a fun thing that allows me to be goofy. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we all have these like aspiring ideas of like doing recurring things. So when I teach, I would always do, um, uh, like tech of the week or whatever. Like, I don't know what I called it. Like, like top tech of the week or something, but I would always share something that was like relevant from that week's pod or that week's like news that was technology related. And I was like, Hey, I should like put this out on Twitter and I should like, or I could do like record a little bit about it. So, I mean, I never did it, but I feel like there's a lot of that potential, like do this little thing, get enough following and you build your own, you define your own sure. space. And like, you know, obviously we, we can't say that we're not at least a little bit guilty of, of kind of falling into that. Like, obviously, yes, we, we make jokes about how we're not making, millions on this podcast or anything on this podcast <laughs> but at the same time you know we we have a good time doing it but but we're totally doing the thing where it's like if if one day i checked our stats and it was like oh now we have you know hundred thousand subscribers you better believe we'd reach out to somebody and be like you want to sponsor the show <laughs> right yeah for sure right and not put any of that money back into the show and just pocket it all. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, well, I mean, <laughs> I would split it with you guys, but, but this show is not getting any better. Don't, don't kid yourself. This is this is the show. We're not improving it. We're not buying new stuff. We're not spending money on on production. No, this is it. You get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. No. So I, I feel like I feel like to everybody that goes out there and like and they're aspiring to do this and they're sort of defining their own things, like to the to like to the uber driving like i know what i'm going to get for my money like i'm going to get this job and that's it, what it is it's a job but it's a job that allows me to sort of own myself own my flexibility own my own hours that type of thing that's amazing like go do it i hope that you like you turn a profit and like make your make it work for your family have stability that's great i like me personally i'm too nervous about the instability of something like that to commit to it being you know a full-time yeah. thing that's my own personal problem with it but if other people can swing it, more power to yeah. them. And I, I think that's that's the big thing now is it's it's just got to be something that either you devote your entire self to it and hope to make it a career and make it the the thing that funds you, or it's as as we joked in the beginning, it's the side job that you that you have that you hope one day can become the job, but in reality, it's probably just always going to be the thing that maybe gives you beer money or MacBook money or whatever it is to, you know, occasionally buy something for yourself. That's nice. 
but it's not going to be the thing that pays the rent and buys the cars. Yeah. And let, and let it be known that I am not the one who associated Apple with alcohol. So just, there it is. <laughs> I'm just saying some people, I mean, it's beer money for me. It's a MacBook. <laughs> as soon as this podcast starts making money, I'm buying a new computer. The editing will get so much faster. You guys will love it. It's going to be great. Big plans. It, it will be amazing. I can't wait for it. Uh, you can find show notes for this week's episode at interface.fm slash 32. While you're there, find links to all our social things. Uh, hit up uh, interface.fm slash Amazon. Save yourself uh, a little money by signing up for Prime today and uh, also throw 6% <laughs> back into our pocket. I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> no, terrible. Shit. But seriously, it, it is a link. Um, and as always, thank you for being a listener or subscriber. We'll be back next Monday and every Monday. <laughs> like clockwork. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it, no, it, it, it's but a link. It works. <laughs> now click the click the effing link. I hope you don't mind. I uh, just put my GoPro here <laughs> on the uh, on the mic stand real quick. I mean, two cents a click, man. I have no judgment. Just in case we decide to do an interface reality show at some point, I thought maybe I would, <laughs> would capture that. I'm also just real quick, if it's all right with you, I, I just want to get a quick Snapchat of us. Uh, <laughs> It's really good. It's really good.